Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, Victory Point podcast listeners. Welcome to Friday. Yay, we made it through the week. Uh, We just have Friday today before we head off into our weekend. And so thanks for joining us again today. My name is Tom Joustra, and I've been your host all week. And my guest uh, for the last four days has been Pete Vanderwell. And again, thank you, Pete, for for being willing to uh, do this with me today. Um, How bad has it been? Has it been bad? You know, sitting across the table from me here talking. Are you looking from one to ten or something? Sure, give me a one through ten. Well, now is now are we? Which direction? Did, ten is the worst or ten is oh, the best? Ten is always the best. Pete. Okay. Oh, I'd say about fifteen or so. Oh wow! Look at that. I got I got a ten because plus five because they don't know what we're talking about between sessions. <laughs> so so if if I should go up to somebody. Here at Victory Point, is hey, would you be willing to do the podcast? You would tell them yes, do it. Oh, absolutely, yes. Be- because of the conversations we have between right, the podcasts, right. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of course during the podcast as well, right? Right. right. <laughs> well, thank you for that endorsement. I'll take a fifteen yeah. okay. out of ten. <laughs> um, hey, I got another question for you. So you were born in the Netherlands, yes, right? Moved to Muskegon. Okay, so after you moved here at the age of seven, what's the farthest you've ever that you've ever been away from? Michigan, Vietnam. Oh, that's right. You mentioned back, that earlier this back, week. Back in nineteen sixty-eight. Right. Yeah, I'm a Vietnam vet. Okay. Not so, better than anybody else. A lot of guys to make it back. So, right, right. I'm one of the fortunate ones. Right. The heroes are still there yet, or at least that's true. Where they, that's where they met their demise. True. True. So how? So when you went to Vietnam, okay, where were where were you? Like, I don't I don't know the terminology. Where were you based? Maybe. Well, in Vietnam itself. We were in what's called the Central Highlands. The city is Pleiku. Okay. So it was kind of a cooler area, which was nice. Oh. And it was, I got there in the summertime and I was, I got a drop to go back to school. So I only spent about five and a half months there. Not a whole, okay. not a whole year. Sure. But as I mentioned before, um, well, my job was actually medical equipment repair. Oh. A techie job. But they needed drivers for the trucks to bring the troops around. So we don't care what your job is. You're getting in a truck and you're driving. Right. And uh, we I drove one of these big two and a half ton trucks for just half a block. And the guy says, you're qualified. Oh. <laughs> because, you know, back in that vintage, a lot of guys my age knew how to drive cars and with clutches and, yeah. st- you know, shift levers and stuff. Right. And it was it was it was very easy to do that. Hmm. But, so uh, did you did you do more truck driving or like medical? Half and half. Well, half and half. Yeah. Okay. And I went a couple of times. You got me in a helicopter to fly out to a place to fix an x-ray machine in the medical dental oh, wow. in dental clinic. But then I'd find my own way back. Oh, they need you right now. We'll fly out. And it was fun flying about 30 <laughs> right. miles. Okay. But then you had to find a ride back in a convoy. Oh my. And they were always happy to have you because the more guns, the better. Huh? Interesting. Wow. So Vietnam, that, that, that's, that's many miles away from yeah. Holland, Michigan, yep. for sure. Yep. Or Muskegon, Michigan. Right. Wow. Right. Hmm. Very cool. And like you said, you're one of the fortunate ones, right? Yes. Uh, you made it back and yeah. able to raise a family and very yeah. cool. Yeah. And now we can be doing the podcast this week. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So um, Mark 9 is our passage for today. 
And so let's see here. I'll read, I'll read these verses starting at verse 38, and we'll go to verse 50. Uh, we'll talk about this passage a little bit, Pete and myself, and then we'll just kind of talk about maybe some themes that maybe we have uh, that we've noticed throughout the week. But um, yeah, let's let's start here with Mark 9, verse 38. This is John talking. He says, teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name and we told him to stop because he was not one of us. Well, do not stop him, Jesus said, for no one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Truly, I tell you, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to the Messiah will certainly not lose their reward. And then verse 42, if anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them if a large millstone were hung around their neck and they were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than with two hands to go into hell, where the fire never goes out. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life crippled than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where the worms that eat them do not die and the fire is not quenched. Everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? Have salt among yourselves and be at peace with each other. All right, Pete, Mark 9. What what you jot down for this one? Well, <clears throat> first thing comes up is support anyone who truly acts according to Jesus' teachings and methods. Hmm. So what do you mean by that? Well, like Jesus said himself here, anyone who uh, who is not against us is for us. Okay, yep. Yeah. And which is uh, something I really wasn't thinking about before I, until I read that. You know, that's a pretty general statement, really. Anyone true. who's not against us is for us. Right. At least a lot of latitude, it seems to that's me. That's true. More than huh. I would, no more than I would expect. Right. But... I guess if you're not for Jesus, you're against it by default. Right. Then, right? One of the you're not lukewarm. You're either hot or cold. Right. That's 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 elsewhere. Jesus said it himself. Right. Revelation. Right. One of the churches was yeah. lukewarm. I think in Revelation. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. That that uh, verse thirty eight reminded me. Right. We saw someone driving out demons. It's like like a little kid who's like tattling. We saw someone driving out demons in your name. And we told him to stop, but he, <laughs> which made me think back to the was it the numbers passage earlier this week. Um, I'm trying to think where that, yeah, where that one person said, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. Anyway, I just had a little connection yeah. back to Tuesday yeah. or Wednesday, whatever day that was. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, Jesus here is like, no, it's okay. And Moses also was like, no, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I'm glad that they're prophesying. And Jesus is saying, I'm glad, right? He's yeah. on our side. He's not yeah. against us, right? Oh, let's see here. Um, the whole, the whole bit about like, cutting off your hands and yeah. cutting off your feet and it's all you know it, right the meaning, out the, your meaning, eyes. the meaning is very clear what that applies to but you know it's 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 like spiritual surgery kind yeah, of right right i mean yeah. like get rid of anything that's like hindering you from growing in a relationship with the lord right, right, right. just get rid of it because yeah. it's hindering you it's yeah. stopping you from 
having a better relationship with him, right? Yeah. Spiritual surgery. And that could apply to other things too. Like even if you got too, you know, if you got too many toys that are distracting you, get mm. rid of some of them. Right. You know, big boy toys, maybe like, I don't know what that would be like. Right. Boats, right. cars, trains, whatever, airplanes. Right. You know, whatever. Because that, that can be a great distraction. If, yeah. If it's distracting you from building your relationship with the Lord, then yes. Yeah. Right. This is what, this is what he's saying. Get rid of them. Right. You get rid of them. I, I, I wonder if you have any thoughts on verse 50. Okay, okay. It says, salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? And then he says, have salt among yourselves. Well, I, I, I'm like, I looked in the footnotes and I really couldn't find anything. Have salt among yourselves. I put some question marks by that. I'm wondering if you have any well, ideas. If you look at verse 49, it says, everyone will be salted with fire. Okay. Now that I think that's like tested, I think is what it means. I think tested. tested. Okay. And salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? Well, it says elsewhere in, in New Testament that Jesus says if salty salt loses its saltiness, it is trodden underfoot. Right. So that means that once it's not salty anymore, it's 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 worthless. Hmm. So I think <laughs> I guess you then you gotta find new salt, I guess. Hmm. Not try to revive the old salt. Right. Now this is metaphors. I'm right. referring to here. Right. And then anything's possible, I guess. So uh, So so if we look at our if we look at our, you know, Victory Point people, right, who call Victory yeah. Point a home, how can we have salt among ourselves? I wonder what that means. Are we spurring each other on? Are we Well, I think um, that this emphasis on prayer we've had, you know, here is saltiness. Okay. And uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, I, I know. Again, listeners, if you have anything that you want to add to that conversation, we'd love to hear. We'd love to hear about yeah. it because what does that mean to have salt among yourselves? I know that when I put salt on my scrambled eggs, it makes it taste well, better. I would think that, you know, salt among yourselves means have appropriate conversations, I guess, or discussions, mm. I guess. That's what I'm reading into this. Okay. You know, appropriate discussions and lively discussions, perhaps. Mm. But uplifting discussions right so encourage one another yeah even build if, each other up yeah okay that's have salt I, among ourselves yeah okay kind of gives a little bit of an edge a good a good edge right 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 that's like when i put salt on my eggs that's a good yeah. edge to have right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but you don't want too much salt <laughs> right well then you wear people out i suppose exactly <laughs> um and i love that very last line right and be at peace with each other yeah right and i guess that's another way you could be salt among yourselves right yeah. it's just being at peace yeah with each other shalom enjoying now, each other's company i'm assuming of course when you say peace with each other the other refers to people who are in harmony with the christian faith of course yeah prop yes i would think so right right because you can't be at peace with some of the stuff going on in this world today right i know it's hard and yeah. uh yeah, because mm -hmm. if we could solve all problems, Jesus wouldn't have any reason to come back. Right, exactly. And that's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> We're not going to solve these problems. No, no, no. So, Pete, as you look back over these um, five different scripture passages, you know, Monday through today, um, is there anything that, any common themes that you've seen running through here? Any common little messages that you've heard? Yeah, they, uh, my, my sense is, without looking at all the detail here, it shows that God's in control and is able to do what needs to be done in his time 
and not our time. Hmm. And uh, I think of Moses, you know, with his, uh, he was complaining to God that people complained about the manna. They want meat to eat. Okay, so God sent some birds, quail, I guess it was. And he provided 70 elders to help him manage the, the group. Mm -hmm. And it could have been, what, maybe one or two million people. It wasn't just a small crowd. Right, right. And uh, so that's God helping out after Moses did some tough complaining to God. Right. Yeah. And God took it and said, okay, here's a solution. Right. And so you notice that in multiple passages here, right? That, yeah. that God is in and, control. Well, look at Esther. You know, even though God's not mentioned in Esther, he provided all the solutions. That's true. Yes. Hmm. I like that. See, I, I, it's interesting how two different people can come up with different things. Because because what I found kind of weaving its way through the different passages was, you know, we have an adversary, right? We yeah. have this enemy, yeah. Um, yeah. Satan, right? He's, he's our enemy. We have an adversary. Um, and sometimes the adversary can be like outside of the Christian oh, yeah. group, right? Yeah. Just like in Esther, the, the enemy was sort of like outside of the Jewish people, right? right. It was, you know, right. so, and I think sometimes, you know, in 2021, our enemy can actually be outside of us, right? right? Many times it is. Right. Um, but yet Moses, the enemy there was all those complaining people that was yeah. like right within yeah. right and so our adversary can sometimes be within um, a group of christians i mean that's sad to say yeah. but sometimes i think today our adversary can be working within us which is yeah. kind of that's not good okay and i think sometimes just this broken world right we talked about that on tuesday i think right just just the, the not so fun parts of like life like the like death and and shame and you know, yeah. broken relationships. I mean, yeah. the devil loves to work through those situations too. Oh, he just loves to get a foothold in those situations. But, but what I, but what I came down to is prayer. Okay. That that's in, and that's what James is doing here. Right. Uh, or what he did on um, yesterday. Yeah. Right. It's, it's just prayer. You know, that's how we can, you know, fight the enemy, you know, and fight the devil and his schemes. And um, anyway, so those, those are just kind of some themes I saw weaving its way through. Yeah. through this week so well listeners before we go um and before you go head out for your weekend um i would just love to pray for you um as you as you end here um pete are you willing to join in on the prayer yeah. a little bit of like what we want to say here do you want to go first you want I'll, to go second I'll go first and you go second okay perfect so okay. so listeners uh please pray with us lord as we have gone through many verses here tonight we know that we can see your action and your purpose through all these things and we know that in spite of the human frailties that abound in the Bible here and even abound in our own lives here, that you don't give up on us. And that's one of the things I see here, Lord, that is very meaningful and sustains us. Mm -hmm. And Lord, yeah, we definitely have an enemy, right, who is trying to um, um, make us think that you're not in control. And um, Lord, we just pray against the enemy within us and within our um, church and from without and we just pray in Jesus' name that you will bind him and, and make us make us a group of people who just love being with each other. May we be salt to each other. May we be encouraging to each other. May, be, may we be people of prayer um, who encourage each other during tough times. Lord, just thank you um, for this family that we call Victory Point. And um, Lord, as we head off into our weekend, um, help us to remember that we are um, sons and we are daughters and we belong to you and nothing will ever Take us out of your hands, Lord. We love you and thank you for proving our, our good, good Father. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.